0: welcome back whitey Tidies, to another two tight ends podcast I am your co-host Connor and with me today as always is 100% the imposter it's Neil what's up everybody neil how does it feel to be super sus uh i'm sus all the
1: time my nickname in college was sus gus um yeah i'm I'm ready bud you
0: mean that that hot that hot semester of college
1: <laughs> that that two two semesters oh sorry yeah. two
0: semesters <laughs> man what a time what a time you just you just look back on those two semesters so fondly like the best time of your life
1: yeah it was crazy i mean community college really really like, <laughs> changed me as a man
0: (laughs) yeah i remember i was so i was so proud of you you'd come into the restaurant grabbing a burger on your little lunch break like oh look at you getting food between classes and then like the next semester you're like yeah i I don't think school's for me i think i'm gonna drop out
1: (laughs) yeah uh, what you didn't know is i was skipping at the time so
0: oh yeah that Uh, that would actually make more sense (laughs) because it was at like two in the afternoon not actual lunchtime but enough about me all right We can talk days about me. Let's talk about me. I mean, baseball. Let's talk about baseball. Um, First off in baseball news, White Sox and the manager decide to part ways, which was a little odd because this is the first time they would made the playoffs since 2008.
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of like the whole, uh, I always bring it back to basketball, but the Mark Jackson with the Warriors, they had a great playoff run and then they fire him. I mean, it worked out for the best for them because they got Steve Kerr, won a bunch of championships. True, but just interesting. They had a great year, and then yeah, just
0: fired him. Yeah, that that does always seem like some odd choices when yeah, like you have a great playoff run, you make the playoffs for the first time, and then it just doesn't work out. I mean, and there's a lot, you know, it, it's it's it always be, hard. No. It's always hard to look at things from purely a record standpoint or, like, an accomplishment standpoint because there could be a lot going on behind the scenes we have no idea about. It. Like, the, the manager and the GM could hate each other's guts, so, like, it's not a good relationship. You know, it, like, right. a bunch of stuff could happen.
1: Right, and I was going to say, I don't really know anything about even who the manager is yeah, I, or any of that stuff. Like, do you know how long he was tenured for
0: there? Do you know? How- I don't remember mm-hmm. how long it had been i know because maybe i know it was a multiple i know he was there multiple years but i don't think it was longer than like five i want to say i think it was under five
1: maybe he was gonna get fired anyways at the end of the season doesn't matter what he did yeah that's all or at the beginning of the season i mean maybe the decision was already made it it was a phil jackson jerry
0: jerry uh oh crap what's his last name but the gm for the bulls at the time it was like a phil jackson situation right this is your last season no matter what i don't care what reinsdorf says
1: exactly so maybe they had already decided the relationship like you said maybe was already strained and so just because they had a good year doesn't mean anything
0: yeah it is, yeah it is always interesting to see that though and and to know that you know there's a lot more going on behind the scenes in sports than people realize like it's not oh, it's yeah. not just what you see on on the field or on the court so it's crazy even i i i'm in uh, I fall into it a lot is I forget how much of a
1: business it is, you know?
0: Oh, completely. I mean, I think, I think most people forget that. Like, you know, right. I would have people when I, when I worked for the, the owls, I'd have people give me suggestions or like things that like would attract more fans, but mostly it's centered around doing like free stuff. And it was like, here's the thing. Someone's got to pay for that. <laughs> and then when you get you, when you give people free stuff, then they come to the games and don't want to buy anything. And it, it was actually a yeah. really interesting. Just to give you a little bit of insight of like basically what I came into was the the GM at, that I worked with. He had, this that was his fourth year when it, when I was there, and uh, before he had got there, the stadium was always packed with fans, which was great, but they weren't making like nearly as much money. And then he came in and changed some things up, and they he had basically he had made the owner more money year over year, but less fans were starting to come to the games because they all just wanted free stuff. It was a really weird situation. Mm. So, But it is interesting. Yeah. You, got, you have to think about the bottom line a lot of times in sports, and, yeah, people forget that all the time. Yeah, agreed. But a quick update on the NLCS and the ALCS. The Rays are on the cusp of Boeing a 3-0 lead. I don't know how get it together guys were, please please just get the strows out i thought i thought for sure they were just gonna knock them out right now no one saw it coming and now yeah. they're on the cusp of losing it all
1: i know they they exploded like i thought it was gonna be more of a series to be honest at the at the beginning and now and it is just, <laughs> yeah exactly now it is <laughs> but they just exploded on the scene and, and i was like wow they're gonna do it and then they're blowing it right now but uh games tonight aren't they
0: there they are so there's one um actually in just like a couple of hours and then another one tonight at eight thirty eastern so mm-hmm. um yeah since we're recording this on saturday because uh neil had the day off so uh definitely it's, it's a little bit of a different format but we will find out tonight the tiebreaker um i guess you could say or game seven whatever you want to say of uh, the Rays and the Astros, who's moving on to the World Series, and then um, in a couple of hours, it's uh, Braves and Dodgers. Braves are up in the series, three to two, and please just get the Dodgers out too. Just get them out. We're done. We we mm-hmm. we can have a we can have a Braves Rays World Series, and everyone will be happy-ish. <laughs>
1: happy-ish. I mean, ma- I and mean, the, I'm not happy
0: because the Cardinals aren't in it, and the Nats are terrible, and I mean, Brent apparently <laughs> has something against the Braves, so like, no one's happy. Like happy. About it, you know, in like a, in a big sense. Unless you're
1: but... the five Tampa Bay Ray fans. Well, they were happy, <laughs> to know.
0: yeah, and the like small minority of Montreal fans that I guess are rooting for them now, too, because they're hoping they'll split time. But I think <laughs> apparently I think that deal is off the table now. But yeah. I mean, maybe they're holding out hope. Who knows?
1: Yeah, maybe. But I think it's interesting. The, the Dodgers, um, it kind of feels like the the Braves are about to take it, and the Dodgers just squeak in
0: or win or something, you know? Yeah, it's a uh, it's a little nutty, and the the mm-hmm. the craziest thing was coming out of game four, I believe it was, when the Dodgers scored eleven in the first inning, which was, was a wild. record for the most scored in any postseason first inning. <laughs> and they i mean they just blew that game wide open at that point there the braves had no hope of coming back it was like i think the ending score was like 13 to 2 or something like
1: yeah i mean for the opposing team that's so deflating oh yeah (laughs) i mean i didn't 11 to 0 i'll be
0: honest i didn't watch that game but i want to go look at like if they they i'm sure they did but made some pitching changes like in the first inning like that's deflating for a starting pitcher too is when you don't even get oh, to pitch yeah. your normal like 5 to 6 innings that's like pretty yeah. typical for a starting pitcher so that's also super deflating
1: maybe maybe that stays in your head for the next outing too like yeah
0: mm. yeah i don't know we'll that's we'll tough. see what happens so i'm i'm really excited and you know to be fair we did say we just want good baseball and it is great baseball i mean I definitely don't want the Astros to go through. Um, but, hey, to make it good baseball, they came back from a 3-0 deficit, and they've tied it up. So it's making for good exactly. baseball. But still rooting for the Rays, still rooting for the Braves. I think that would be a great series. But if it does end up being Astros and Braves or Astros – I mean, the thing is, if Astros go through, I'd rather see the Dodgers so that we can have a rematch.
1: The, the little rivalry
0: going on. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'd love to see a rematch, and I'd love to see Joe Kelly throw out some more guys. <laughs> oh, that would be so good bring back our hero bring him back yeah
1: number one fan
0: number one fan <laughs> not dodgers <laughs> though know. just joe kelly i hate the dodgers
1: yeah just joe kelly um but like you said it has been good baseball um so yeah let, let's keep it going they, they made it a series
0: yep keep it rolling
1: well yeah in other news uh football news nick saban actually tested positive for covid uh the interesting thing is though that he's gonna be at the game tonight right <laughs> like yeah he just tested positive earlier this week
0: yeah so i i actually you know when we were when we first brought this up i was like oh we don't really need to talk about that because it's not really something to talk about but then i thought about it more the weird thing here is like you you just said it he tested positive earlier in the week And most people have had to, like, quarantine themselves mandatory two weeks, blah, 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 in order to— Ten days or something. Yeah, yeah. exactly. In order to, like, even be able to go back to the practice facility or whatever it is. But because it's a, you know, head coach that's worth multi-millions of dollars, all of a sudden, because he supposedly had three or two or three negative tests the day of, he's allowed to be on the field? Like, what is that? That's such a weird double standard.
1: Yeah, I don't understand. And maybe maybe there's something that we didn't see, maybe there's something, maybe it was a false negative. I don't know. Uh so I hope <laughs> I hope we're not just, you know, something went over our heads and we just don't see it, but yeah, that just seems so weird that he's already back. Like I like you said, most people are quarantined for a while. I thought he'd at least miss one game, but nope. He, he's there.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. I just don't get it. I I just want to know if it is like kind of a a double standard thing where oh because he's this big head coach like he's just allowed to test negative and and be on the field where i mean you look at like the nba like a guy like lou williams who just happened to go to his club but no they forced him to quarantine like you have to that was the rules you broke the rules and same with nick saban it's like he didn't break the rules necessarily but like dude you got it you had a positive test so like quarantine yourself that's that's the rules yeah i just
1: i just hope he doesn't he doesn't spread it, right? <laughs> like I think that's everybody's hope.
0: Oh yeah, could you imagine uh, As like, long as Oh, he's allowed to be on the field and then suddenly it's like Alabama and this game are postponed now because of positive test then... from Alabama.
1: Or they go through with it and they give the other the other team COVID or whatever, that would be wild.
0: Yeah, true. True. Yeah. Like a Stefan Gilmore but... uh <laughs> Stephon Gilmore meme type of type of situation <laughs> where he's like like putting his face right in the helmet of, of Mahomes
1: yeah exactly uh but hey moving on some to some other wild news uh Michael Thomas was cleared to play this last Monday in the Saints game, but he actually got suspended because he had an altercation with a teammate
0: yeah supposedly he punched someone in the face or helmet or yeah whatever and
1: <laughs> the report's coming out saying like they were talking about how all he does is run slants or whatever which is kind of funny um and then, I mean, yeah, he punched his teammate. But, uh, again, shout-out to Pat McAfee. I was watching his take on this, and he's, he was saying, like, hey, listen, there's got to be something more because fights in practice happen all the time. Like, this is there has to be something a little more here. Maybe he got in a coach's face. Maybe he disrespected a coach, which Sean Payton said he did before the Monday night game. But disrespected, what does that even mean? Um And the other thing, uh, uh, some other reports coming out that now this is purely speculation, but the other thing is coming out that maybe the Saints are looking into the future and looking like they maybe want to move on from Michael Thomas. And if they get and if he gets suspended for, you know, violating team rules or something, then they might be able to forfeit future money. They might not be they might not have to pay him future money if they release him because of this neil. so that's some speculation coming out is maybe they're just trying to get rid of him in the future they know they're not going to get rid of him and so they're they're setting themselves up
0: neil are you saying that sports is a business and that they would think about this <laughs> as a business move
1: <gasps> even if it is business move, that's pretty shady oh that's super <laughs> shady no that's
0: that's that's just trash business right there like i I, right. I don't like that at all because here's the here's the things i have again a speculation with speculation to we're, here's here are the two two of my biggest pet peeves when it comes to sports is t- like players not being loyal to teams and teams not being loyal to players i just feel like there has to be some sense of mutual respect there and when it's not there i just can't i can't mm-hmm. buy into it i think it's i think it's garbage yeah now yeah, i was yeah, you I, get, sorry go ahead go ahead no 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 go no 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 okay i'll go all right so so, so, you I was, go, you go, you go. Okay, so you I was go. talking to my brother about this because he, I think he has Michael Thomas on his fantasy team or something like that. So, he was like really upset that he wasn't playing again this week. And I was like, well, yeah, because he had an altercation with quote unquote with a teammate. And he was like, well, he did come out and say that his injury was still kind of bothering him and stuff. I'm like, Michael Thomas said that to save face. He said that so that, again, the team can't boot him out. I don't know i just i think it's i think it's weird to like the saints come out and say oh he's suspended because he had an altercation with a teammate and michael thomas saying like well my injury was still kind of bothering me it's like "Mm, i think you're just which one was it i think you're just kind of saying that to save face a little bit
1: yeah and some more speculation some people were saying maybe this is a cover-up for an injury that happened because again just fights happen all the time excuse me and uh maybe he broke his hand punching the helmet or something and they're covering that up (laughs) Uh, i don't really think that's
0: it but maybe can we wait can we talk about that for a second why do football players punch each other in the face it makes no sense they have a hard plastic helmet on their head for a specific reason like punch them in the gut there's no padding there they have shoulder pads and like leg Mm -hmm. pads and helmets punch them in the gut Punch him in the ribs.
1: Or rip their helmet
0: off first and then punch him. Yeah, yeah, or pull a Miles Garrett. Rip the helmet off and then use it as a weapon.
1: Yes, genius.
0: <laughs> like, Miles Garrett was a was an innovator.
1: You heard it here first. Connor <laughs> said, Miles Garrett, nothing wrong.
0: I mean, I don't know if nothing was wrong, but I do like Miles Garrett. He's fun to watch. Especially <laughs> when he hits people in the head with a, their own helmet. I just this think that's wild. the funniest thing. That's <laughs>
1: crazy. Um... But, yeah, no, like, I, it, it's dumb. It doesn't make sense. But, obviously, they've got to be seeing red. You know, they're not thinking Oh, totally, thinking yeah. About I mean, that.
0: yeah, when you're in an actual fight, what's the first thing you're going to go for? You're going to go for the face. But, like, guys, right. come on. Like, fight fight a little strategically. Like, football's a pretty st- strategic sport. Fight strategically, we've too. Seen,
1: <laughs> we've seen it too much, especially in games. Like you said, we they just go straight for the helmet. It's like, I don't know. If you're really trying to hurt them,
0: Yeah, you like, be, if, you, if you're be a really trying to hurt them, like, Maybe try to punch for the ribs. There's literally no padding there. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I mean, or maybe pull a hockey. You throw the gloves off, you rip the helmet off, and then it's go time. Like, why don't you do that? Oh, dude. Could you imagine if football was like that?
1: If Oh, my gosh. I would be at every game. I would pay so (laughs) much money. It's like the, uh, what was it, NFL Blitz back in the day? Oh,
0: yes, yes. It just rip
1: people's head off.
0: Maybe maybe we can, like, petition The Rock to institute that in the XFL. It's like, hey, man, you were a wrestler <laughs> and a football player. Let's, let's marry the two here.
1: Dude, that's kind of what the original XFL was trying to do. That's true, yeah, <laughs> with, have, with Vince McMahon. Let's have all these, like, weird storylines, and then they'd have <laughs> to, like, run. They'd have to, like, they'd have to do that drill where you put the ball in the middle and you run towards it, and, and that's, like who gets the first kickoff or
0: something like the, you mean yeah. the death drill? What is that? That sounds awful. That, that reminds me of a, uh, my brother was really, I mean, he's still pretty into metal, but he was like really into metal in high school. Cause he was like, I don't know, angsty mm-hmm. or whatever. But he was telling me about this band called the lamb of God, who they, they mm-hmm. made this, um, this, form of moshing illegal at concerts because the band would literally separate the crowd like the Red Sea and then Mm -hmm. bring them together and run into each other and people were dying. So yeah, that got that got banned and uh made illegal real quick.
1: What were we talking about? Um (laughs) football I think.
0: I think football. Were we sports? Sports stuff. We got into some mosh. What's this podcast about again?
1: I don't know to be honest. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, so so you you actually put something in the notes here um about the Steelers. You want to bring that up?
0: Well, it's like the it's 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 it is around the Steelers, but it's also more about the news of a uh, on Bell. So this broke this week that uh on Bell had taken some shots at the Jets coaching staff and some of the other like the executives and things like that for some decision-making. Cause they're what now? zero five, are we in week five or six, whatever it is. I mean, they're, they're bad. The Jets are bad. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. No surprise there. Right. Um, and it's weird that they're bad. They've been so bad when they have some pretty, pretty good talent on their team. Um, <clears throat> but the thing is, is, you know, Le'Veon Bell decided he needed to felt the need that he really needed to take to social media and, Uh, call out the coaching staff and criticize them well then the pretty much immediately after that broke it came out of the Jets camp that they were seeking a trade for Le'Veon Bell and then when no one would pick him up they just decided to cut ties with him and release him and Le'Veon seemed pretty happy about that um and then the apparently later in the week the the Chiefs signed him so now the Chiefs are just insane and we can get at that a little bit but well, my question came from was like, was being on the Steelers like, I don't know, four or five years ago? Is that like being a Disney child star or something? Because we saw what <laughs> happened to Antonio Brown. We've seen what's yeah. happened with Le'Veon Bell, two of their absolute star players. Like, what did the Steelers do to those guys? So are you
1: saying like uh, 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 Antonio Brown is like Macaulay Coken?
0: <laughs> yeah basically and and uh
1: being on the Steelers was like uh being in Home Alone 2 and then all of a sudden you know in a few years he's he's doing heroin
0: yeah pretty much yeah and then yeah exactly and Le'Veon like being on the Steelers was like Hannah Montana and then all of a sudden he's naked on a wrecking ball in the Jets like I, yeah. I don't know I mean it's just uh that's interesting yeah it I, I i I just i just want to know what the steelers did to go like did they like hire jerry sandusky under the under the table and that's what happened to those guys like i don't i don't know what happened to them but like they went crazy because because the and the reason why i brought this up too is because antonio brown is one of my favorite players like his storyline i should say he was one of my favorite players Mm -hmm. of all time where he was Mm -hmm. a walk-on at a small school and then wasn't he just like a special teams, like a punt returner, a kick returner for the Steelers? I think so. Yeah, yeah like, but
1: wasn't he a six round pick? Yeah, exactly.
0: That's what I mean. Like, yeah. like late, late draft pick, walk on at a small Especially school, and then he was just specifically a kick and punt returner or whatever, and then became one of the best receivers in the NFL. Like, that's an incredible story. And then went crazy and shaved his head, went full two thousand and eight Britney Spears
1: got frostbite
0: yeah exactly like what what happened you know and then Le'Veon, where levion it, it was weird too because he wasn't didn't really seem like that much of a diva and then all of a sudden has this huge problem with the steelers can't stand the steelers wants out of the steelers finally gets his trade to the jets or whatever signs mm-hmm. with the jets i can't remember what happened and well, then, yeah he signed he signed that's right it. he signed and then didn't he miss a year or something
1: he he sat out well the thing is he sat out a year with the steelers because uh He wanted a uh, contract. He wanted a bigger contract. That's what it was. And they weren't, he was asking for like 16, 17 million. They weren't going to give it to him. So then he he sat out a year and then came back with the
0: Jets. That's right. That's what it was. Okay. Again, though, huge diva move, kind of out of nowhere a little bit, where he's like, I'm just going to sit out then. I'm just not going to play. And then signs with the Jets. And now can't stand the jets needs out of the jets has to get out of it like it's just i don't know it's it's just Mm -hmm. weird to me and we saw the same thing with antonio brown though he was like gotta get out of here my quarterback's racist like can't stand it here goes to the raiders where he seems so happy and then all of a sudden has this huge problem rants on social media and and then gets traded or signs with the patriots or whatever because he got released and Mm -hmm. then it comes out that apparently that was like a strategic move on his part that he like hired someone to help like it's just it...
1: well and he's and they're both dropping rap albums and yeah. they're like, and, and antonio brown is like has uh has uh legal issues like his his ex or i, I don't know if they're still together or, you or know whatever like accusing, yeah. accusing abuse all that stuff
0: dude it's just it's insane it's it's literally a soap opera. but th- that's what i'm saying is it reminds me of like this whole like making kids th- too famous, too young, like Disney, mm-hmm. and then like later on they go crazy, and you wonder why. I'm like, what did the Steelers do to those guys, honestly?
1: So does that mean like uh, Ben Roethlisberger? Does that mean he's like Justin Timberlake? Not really gotten to anything crazy. He's just doing his thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. He's JT for sure. He is the JT, JT. of the NFL.
1: There you go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you heard it here first.
1: You heard it here. Uh, but no, let's let's actually talk about the Adam Gase. Uh, let's call it a debacle for a minute, okay? Let's- he, dude. They had, like you mentioned earlier, they've had, uh, they haven't had a, a plethora. There's a, a SAT word for you. They haven't had a plethora of talent, but they've had, you know, these good picks, and and they've had good signings and stuff. But it just seems like Adam, is, they get under Adam Gase's skin or whatever happens. And then they they just release. like they signed CJ Mosley. They had, uh, Jamal Jamal Adams, Adams, Le'Veon Bell, Uh, you know, they've had all these good players, but whatever happens. And then (laughs) the craziest thing is they go somewhere else. And finally they're, you know, back to their old form. That player is because they're out of the, the, uh, the the black hole. (laughs) Right. But it's so weird. And, um, this actually brings up Brent. Shout out Brent. He had an interesting uh, question for us. He was like, well, does does Adam Gase get fired first or do the Jets win a game first? Oof. And I think that's a tough one.
0: Um, <laughs> at this point, I think Adam gets fired first because they're they're giving away or releasing all their big talent. So I don't yeah. know what hope they have.
1: When Sam Darnold keeps getting injured, yep. like, eh, and <laughs> Joe Flacco's not going to win you games, especially not with the roster they have.
0: Oh, no, their roster is garbage now. I mean, when you have, eh. when you now have Frank Gore as your RB1, I mean, not, shout out Frank Gore. Frank Gore is amazing, but he's, what, 42? Like, what, how old is Frank Gore now? He's been in the like league. Like 37. For, he's, he's been, been doing for- it for like 17 years. Yeah, he's been in the league forever. Yeah. And, like, he was once amazing, but he's definitely not Frank Gore of 10 years ago, that's for sure.
1: No. And especially behind that line, it's like, ooh. But, no, it's like Adam Gase, what, is, what are they doing? He he didn't and, – and not only in uh, not only the Jets, but when he was with Miami, I mean, Ryan Tannehill wasn't a great quarterback. All of a sudden he gets out of the grasp of Adam Gase – and he's you know the best quarterback in the league right now one of the best yeah he's his qbr is amazing he's, he's throwing four touchdowns running in a touchdown in like what what what's going on it just what is going exactly. on? exactly adam adam gates doesn't seem like uh the best coach around let's just put it that way
0: yeah i i agree here's the real question if uh adam gets fired does he does he get hired anywhere else As a coach, like offensive coordinator or something? I think – Not even a head coach. I think – Yeah,
1: I think he has to – because that happens a lot when the coach – when a head coach like has a few teams and stuff and they try it out and they don't do great. It happens a lot where they get hired on as an assistant or, you know, offensive coordinator or something. And then they can try to work their way back or if they're happy with the offensive coordinator or whatever, uh, they try to work their way back to the head coach job. Um, So I think think he will get hired just because the other thing is he kind of has – Uh, As far as I know, uh, he kind of has the the Peyton Manning backing, which is wild. Um, And so, like, he has has good recommendations. (laughs) So I think he'll get hired on as a coordinator, and then maybe he'll work his way back to a head coach somehow. I don't know.
0: Yeah, probably. Probably. Mm -hmm.
1: But let's do – so the Jets obviously released Bell uh, after it came out that they were trying to trade him. Once it comes out that you're trying to trade him, there's no way you're going to trade him because everybody's like no i'll just wait till you release him yeah exactly and then you have to pay him and we won't pay him yeah but uh yeah so so <clears throat> excuse me bell uh got released and then it came out that he 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 wanted to sign with either the chiefs the bills or the the dolphins which, which is if just insane bell, which if you're bell why would you not pick the chiefs or and the bills
0: I mean, my thing was like. Right. My, well, I here here was my thing is when that came out. It was like the Chiefs, the Bills, or the Dolphins. I was like, that's like the the three headed hydra meme. But the, there's the one on the yeah. right that's like an idiot. <laughs> it's like.
1: Well, dude, if he if he gets uh, if he signed with the Dolphins, you know it's about the money because at that point, oh, like when yeah, he was hardcore. taking a year off, he was in Miami, he was doing rap albums there, being on yachts and stuff so oh yeah, yeah if he goes 100%. back to miami a, for that it's then... about
0: the money and the location although another right. another good point for my brother because my brother has recently gotten really into fantasy is that you the the you look at the dolphins record it's not great i think they're two and three but you look at the the fantasy points coming out of their players it's insane
1: it's that fitz magic baby it's
0: magic baby it's the beard. Yeah, that's why I'm growing mine out. But I,
1: I was kind of like, I'm, I'm honestly a low key Bills fan. Like I like Josh Allen. I like what they've been doing a lot. Yeah. Uh, and, and man, I was actually really hoping they would sign Levy of I, I was did like, too. because they're running, their running situation is okay right now. I think Singletary's their running back. Mm-hmm. Like it's okay. It's not great. Uh, but I feel like Levon Bell. They have a good, a uh, good line. Like that would just put them over the top. Like oh, I was hoping
0: for it. I agree with you. When I saw the the three, like, emerging teams, I was like, okay, Chiefs would be cool for, like, a a Warriors death lineup situation, but Bills would be way cooler just because, like, they need that piece to, like, put Mm -hmm. them over the edge and make them an even better team, and that would have been really cool to see.
1: Yeah. But... (laughs) I think the Chiefs. Let's talk about it. I think the Chiefs already had a Warriors death lineup. Oh, cheesy. Like, well, uh, and then now they signed
0: Le'Veon Bell. What the?
1: Oh, dude. Yeah, I don't.
0: No, they they definitely already had like a death lineup, but they mm-hmm. also released the Cream- Hampton Five. Yeah, exactly. But they also released Cream Hunt. So remember that, like. At, mm-hmm. at one point, well, but they, had, they got they uh, what's his Hunt. name,
1: Edward Tulare. No, no, no,
0: yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not denying that. Like Edward Tulare mm-hmm. has been great for them, and Damian Williams was it last year. Like he was really good for I them. Did, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying their run game hasn't been good, but like when you had a top tier running back like Kareem Hunt in your backfield and then released him because of the the off field antics or whatever, um mm-hmm. th- you know, they they did take a big hit to their run game. But then you get a guy like Le'Veon Bell. To come in mm-hmm. and kind of, like, I'm not going to say fill a gap because they didn't have a gap, but to just take you to that next level like you had at one point, right, dude, it's just unfair. Like, I saw a meme well, that was and, like, the Chiefs really do be playing Madden with no salary cap. I'm like, it's so true. <laughs> well,
1: and another thing is, Bell is a, such a good receiver uh, out of the backfield, and even he can run routes. The scary thing is, scary thing is. Like they could have a two running back set in the in a shotgun formation. They can motion they could hand it off to Bell. They can motion him out to the slot, put him on a linebacker, get a good like dude. There's so like and Andy Reid is so creative. There's so many things you can do with Bell. You could have him and Sammy Watkins and Tyree Kill and Edward Telaire and all of, and Travis Kelsey all on the field at the same time and you don't know who to guard it's insane
0: it's scary it's honestly scary and the thing i'm most mad about too is in both my leagues people already had lady on belt why do you have him on your team you shouldn't have had him on your team let me pick <laughs> him up
1: yeah yeah exactly oh
0: so dumb dude
1: but the the rich just keep getting richer man.
0: Oh, isn't that the truth just just uh, like everything else
1: yeah but you know who's not getting richer uh, is uh melvin gordon
0: oh yeah that was my first choice
1: <laughs> so he was actually arrested recently for uh,
0: a dui which man come on melvin what are you doing out here uh maybe he was just really upset about their game getting postponed because apparently he was really upset about it i saw really I, yeah after He's after, after his the sorrows yeah after the the bronco was it broncos patriots or whatever game or no Yeah, was it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was Broncos. Patriots got like moved back to week six or something like that, and they like had to do all those crazy like schedule shuffling. I I Mm. saw that he was apparently he had like tweeted or something and was like really really mad. So I don't know, maybe he was just like drowning his sorrows and then decided to drive. Who knows?
1: Maybe, but I mean, from a football aspect, kind of sucks because for him, I mean, Philip Lindsay was out i don't know if he's when he's comes back but philip was out so he's taking the load of the the running back uh carries he doesn't have to share and he did really well in the game before and it's like dude like you had this momentum going for you and you got it back because last season you sat out because you want a contract and whatever you know so you're getting some momentum back and then this happens and man like i don't know it just it just sucks on on all sides
0: yeah, I mean, it's kind of similar to, like, a Michael Thomas situation where it's like, dude, you had it, and then you had to go and do this. Yeah. You know? it's yeah. I don't know. I, I just don't understand. I mean, I, I'll never understand because I I'm never going to be a professional athlete of any kind. Let's get that straight. Mm-hmm. Let's get the record straight, guys. Just mm-hmm. like Neil's not a doctor. I will never be a professional athlete let's
1: let's just get it clear let's just okay. make that
0: perfectly clear <laughs> in case anyone <laughs> had any kind of doubts but like i just don't understand guys that don't put the job first you know what i mean like even though mm-hmm. it is a game they're playing a game for for money they're playing it professionally but like it's your job you have to put mm-hmm. that first you got to think about that first and then you yeah. just go and do stupid stuff like this you or m- punching you your teammate on the in line. the helmet
1: yeah yeah, I agree. I don't get it, but that's just kind of tragic for for both sides. And hey, loser of the week, right there, man. Like, just don't drink or drive. Just don't
0: get your Ubers. It's, it's <laughs> get bad. Get your <laughs> Ubers. Hey, we up out of here. We up out
1: of here. <laughs> uh, anyways, all right. Let's let's move on to some basketball. Let's not even <laughs> let's, uh, talk about what we just said. Nobody needs to know. If you know, you know. Um, let's just let's just let's just know, say you know. that. We're out of here. We're out of here. So the Lakers won their their seventeenth championship. LeBron, AD, all of them beat Miami Heat. It honestly wasn't even really much of a contest. <laughs> like the last game was, uh, they 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 handled them pretty well. Yeah, the last game was a little rough to watch. Yeah, um, but man, let's just it, it was it was awesome uh all all these stats coming about lebron lebron's greatness lebron's legacy now i want to get right into it uh so let's let's go through lebron's ranking in 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 these stats for the nba finals okay for nba Finals statistics where he ranks among that okay He's first in triple total triple-doubles. He's second in total points, second in total three-pointers made, second in total steals, second in total assists, second in field goals made, fourth in total rebounds, fourth in total, total double-doubles, tied fourth for total games played, and sixth in total
0: blocks. Wow. Well, I mean, uh, when you have been in the finals that many times, it, it should be... Okay, I'm not gonna say it should be expected because they are like it's he's tied I was for gonna say, I mean he's tied for fourth in total games played. But with a guy but, like LeBron to go to the finals that many times, all I'm saying is like if again, Michael Jordan, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna bring it there, if mm-hmm. he had gone to the finals as many times as, as LeBron, I think we we would be seeing some similar numbers put up. Maybe not oh, for, for sure, like cause... blocks and things like that, but like yeah, I think we would have seen some similar numbers cuz
1: I think I think what is this at like Le- uh, Michael has played like 81 less playoff games than LeBron or something like that. Yeah. Um I mean, you're right, but on the flip side of that, LeBron is a better rebounder, a better assist man. Like Le- Michael still put up numbers, but LeBron, let's put I I think he really is a better rebounder, a better assist man, like a better in in certain fields. And so, okay, man, yeah. I just think that so even if he had total amount of games, like I still think LeBron would have beat him in a lot of categories.
0: Oh, I agree with you. I agree with you.
1: I just, man, I wanted to point out some of that greatness. Like that is crazy. He's won his fourth championship, um, and he's been to the finals what nine times. Like this is just insane what he's done, what he's able to do.
0: No, oh, and I, I, completely agree with you. And you know, I had, I had to take a step back after they won because you know I definitely was rooting for the Heat in this situation, but. I, you know, I, I seen people post about like Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, like some, you know, some of the greats that are always in the, in the conversation for some of the greatest of all time is they wish that they wouldn't have hated them so much while they played. So they could have just enjoyed Mm -hmm. the greatness. And I feel like that's what I've have to, I've had to do with LeBron where like, I've always been very vocal about how much I really don't like LeBron, but Mm -hmm. you you cannot deny what an incredible player he is. And so I finally like just took a step back and I was like, you know what, why not just enjoy that you're witnessing one of the greatest players to ever do it in the time that he's doing it and just leave it at that.
1: Dude, I felt, I felt the exact same way with Kobe. Uh, I honestly hated Kobe when he was playing. I was like, no, screw him. but Whatever. Lakers kept winning. I hated him. I really didn't start. I didn't, I really didn't do what you're kind of doing now and take a step back, like start appreciating the greatness. I probably didn't do that until his maybe final year, yeah, like his final run, and I was like, and I was like, oh, like this kind of too late to appreciate it in the moment, Mm -hmm. you know, exactly, and 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 so yeah, like you know, take a step back, look at this greatness, just appreciate LeBron, yeah, just appreciate it, man. This is why we're having the debate of who's the goat yep. because he's at least he's in the conversation he's, he's in done the conversation
0: that. exactly and right and like
1: take a take a second you know
0: and you think about it because when you, you talk about michael jordan everyone just talks about how great he is but i'm like you know there are people that hated michael's guts when he played because he was just oh, yeah. so dominant and so cocky like he had to be he had to be a little cocky and a little arrogant and he mm-hmm. had to be you know he had to do that to be the kind of player that he was and so I just feel like, you know, now people talk about how enamored everyone was with Michael Jordan. I'm sure there are people that hated him to the core. And so, yeah, but New York hates him. New oh, York yeah, exactly. <laughs> New York and uh, anybody Detroit in the East, pretty much. And, had to go yeah, pretty it. much, pretty much anyone in the Eastern Conference. Boston, like, yeah, yeah. no, he, 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 was definitely a hated player because of how good he was. But that's exactly it. Is like now people look back on it and all they talk about is the greatness and right. the dominance and everything well, else. But
1: and the hatred subsides over time. You know, you're exactly. not on your face anymore. So exactly. now they can appreciate it more. But but to your point, like. Try to take a step back now, try to appreciate his greatness while he's doing it. Mm-hmm. And who knows how long LeBron can be doing this? Like he did not look old <laughs>
0: at all. No. No he did not. That's for mm-hmm. sure. But
1: And I think I think the the break, the break for them helped him tremendously. I mean, yeah, like he's he's played like I think an extra 3 seasons just based play just playoff games, like it equals to like 3 more seasons. Wow. Like I think that break for for COVID when it happened for for him and some other players, I think that helped tremendously.
0: Probably, and for and for him not making the the postseason for the first time in how long or whatever last year. Yeah,
1: he actually got a good
0: offseason. He got a and great and, break to just kind of like rehab and take care of his body as best he like like he does because apparently that's a that million dollar up. body. A million dollar body, man.
1: Yeah. Well, again uh all right he's well, speaking, one of the greatest one of the greatest he is Excuse one of me. the
0: greatest and because of that can we can we get into the goat debate a little bit because i have some interesting do it. points to bring up so yeah, please zach lowe a known espn writer he actually put together a great article you all can go look it up it came out just like five days ago um and it's just called lebron james versus michael jordan why the goat debate is different now and i think it brings up some really good points and here's the reason why i'm still in favor of michael as the goat the the main thing he brings up is the fact that michael jordan just seemed so inhuman when you would watch him like he just seemed untouchable and there was real really no sign of like bringing him down or even just like stopping him and 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 anything really I mean like you, like everyone references even the flu game you know the flu game is always referenced as like he's just a, mm-hmm. he's not a human being like he's just on another level and then he brought up the uh, what was it the 2011 finals against the Mavericks
1: mm-hmm. where
0: LeBron just did he really did not put up good numbers. And no, it was a bad. It was a bad finals. It was him, ba- it was honestly. very bad finals for him, and that's where like you kind of you got that peek into the window of like, oh, LeBron is human. He may be the the biggest, fastest man alive, but he is human, and he can be beaten.
1: Yeah, and and let me. I I still agree. I still think Jordan is the goat. Um, but let me try to you know, let me try to defend LeBron here a little oh, bit. Please do. I think I think we we talked about it in was it brent's episode i can't remember we talked about it before i've mentioned it before how uh michael jordan had a i think a tougher road in the eastern conference than lebron does now right so all of his failures and stuff happened in the the eastern conference like you know the semifinals and conference finals and stuff right and then lebron's growing and building i feel like you know like to compare it to Jordan's whole, you know, he had to beat the the Pistons. He had to beat the Cavaliers. He had to beat like he had to move past them, you know, the yeah. Knicks and everything. Uh And and that's how he grew. And then and then once he got in the finals, that's kind of that 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 like hardened him. And then once he got to the finals, he was ready to just just go off. Because to your point, you know, he he didn't seem human, but like you know, he lost to the Pistons back in the day. They they broke him. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's what made him like do it. Right. So LeBron had to do that in the finals though, on the bigger, slightly bigger stage. Um, and so I think that's just a little more prevalent in people's minds where, you know, and because LeBron had, in my opinion, easier than Jordan uh, road to the, to the finals. Um, and, and so, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. Like, I think, I think it was a little bit of a bigger stage where LeBron had to do his growing you know
0: No and I and I completely agree with you. Again, I I think we're on the same page with this. I just thought that was an interesting point to be made was that like I think yeah. that's where kind of the line in the sand is drawn though, where mm-hmm. there is the debate constantly, but where is like the real like disconnect? Like why 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 is LeBron not like an obvious candidate as being like the number 1 and that's it. I think I, like when when mm-hmm. I read that I was like that's that's the thing that's the thing that LeBron is missing is that he can be beaten because Michael is six for six in the finals I know that always gets brought up but he is he's six for six in the finals and like you said he had to slog it out like in the semifinals and the Eastern Conference Finals all the time that was like where he was really challenged. And then and not that he wasn't challenged in the finals too, but like right, it was right. always leading up to the finals is where he had. To, I feel like
1: by the time he got to the finals, he was already ready for the finals.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And, and because like he's where LeBron six, go ahead. Yeah, yeah go ahead. exactly. Where LeBron, it's always the battle was in the finals and that's why he's, what is it officially? Not that not? he didn't
1: have battles in there, but I feel like the, right. the toughest challengers were usually in the finals for him.
0: Exactly. And what is, what is he four, and, four for six? Is that the, is that his record?
1: Uh, four for uh five, right? Or or not nine four? Nine not finals? four?
0: Not four for six? Four and six? Sorry, I said that no, wrong. no. But
1: I thought he I thought it was only nine cha- nine times. Four and five, right?
0: whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, right but, right. but like that's that's where the disconnect is. Is like, oh, mm. LeBron can be beaten for his ring. You know, like he doesn't. He's just not mm. automatically getting a ring. Where it was like right. Le- Jordan, if he gets to the finals, he's getting a ring. Right, um, and I
1: think it bring. Go ahead. Again, I I, I agree. I agree, but I, I again trying to defend LeBron here a little bit. I we mentioned it before. I, I think I mentioned it in the last episode. LeBron's teammates, man. LeBron has you know dragged a few team He's had some great teammates this year. He's been great, uh, but compared to especially compared to Jordan, Jordan has some great teams. Like not even just Jordan. It's true. Like we've, I, again, we mentioned it before. Scotty Pippen, Scotty Pippen, MVP candidate. Like they've had some great, great teams that, that helped Jordan and Jordan was just the, the, the main guy by a long shot. I mean, don't get me wrong. He was the main guy. He was, he was still, I, again, I still think he's the greatest of all time, but I think like, I mean, you look at the, you look at the, you know, Oh seven, Oh seven finals where LeBron is in there. Well, that's a loss right there. The the one where Kyrie and love get injured. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's just dragging these teams. I,
0: I agree with you that he's been dragging some teams, but like, Jordan dragged that Bulls team for a while to the playoffs. Yeah, but
1: they weren't making it to the finals. Yeah, but
0: they made it to the playoffs. Le- LeBron, right. okay, yeah. LeBron drug that 0-7 group to the finals, but they didn't win because then they had to face a veteran Spurs. Right, he had to go team up with Wade and Bosh to win a ring in the first place. Jordan slugged it out and let let the Chicago build a team around him, and they drafted Scotty thank goodness and And yes you're right they drafted well so that helped but then they had people like horace grant that was their number three which horace grant was a great player i'm just saying mm like lebron had to run to miami to go win a ring Mm -hmm. well
1: and here's the thing here's the defense of running or leaving a team is that like yeah they drafted well they they got a gem in Scottie pippen like they built the team well can you always rely can lebron was there for 10 years can and they didn't really build a team around him can he keep relying on them can he just waste his career in them i'm
0: not i'm not defending cleveland's front office by any means i'm not saying that like yeah they were terrible they they weren't building a team around him, which was the problem but what Mm. i am saying is that that's also where i i think i mentioned this in the goat debate i i believe it was with brody where i talked about the fact that Michael's the one that pushed his teammates. Like, do you think Scotty Pippen would have been the same caliber player if he had not played with Michael Jordan his, his, most of his career? No. No. I don't think he no. would have. And,
1: and let me get uh, a little bit off topic is I see people all the time posting like, oh, what could have been? Because I think it came out, you know, Scotty I think the Sonics traded yep. the pick that yep. eventually made it to be Scottie Pippen. They're like, oh, what could have been with Scotty and Gary Payton, and Sean Kemp? And I'm like, yeah, like, to your point, I would Scotty be the same player if he wasn't around Jordan, if he wasn't drafted by the bulls. I don't know. I don't think so. But I, don't I don't think know. he would have
0: been. I think he, I think he still would have been a great player, but I don't think mm-hmm. he would have been an MVP candidate. Like you're talking That's about.
1: That's a whole point. I see that all the time. It's like, Oh, if we redrafted if Kobe went to Charlotte, would he be the same player?
0: I don't know. That's a good point too. I, I don't know if he would have been, know. you know, I think the thing is like, you know, you talk about Mamba mentality though. I think Kobe would have been a very similar player, but then you get into the whole topic of like um oh what's the, what's the word it's like environment versus um
1: your upbringing or whatever. basically yeah it's like
0: environment about? versus situation or, or or environment versus uh like no not situation environment versus like your natural like born tendencies essentially right so like uh, oh, a, nurt, nurt, I don't... nurture versus nature thank you i finally came to me yeah. nurture versus nature and i wonder you're right like would kobe still have been like that with his his innate nature versus like going to a uh, situation like was in Charlotte where like the Lakers were obviously a very established organization, so they yeah, were setting and they were they were a better
1: team. Yeah, they were setting up so Kobe like, for
0: a lot of success.
1: I don't like when people do that, especially in sports. It's like you just don't know what would have happened. They they probably weren't going to be the same people when it happened. Like like I just don't like. What? It. Yeah.
0: What if Kobe? <laughs> what if Kobe wasn't even in like the goat conversation because he went to Charlotte? That could have happened.
1: Right, and then maybe they were a bad team. Maybe they weren't building around him, and then maybe he would have had to laugh, yep. leave, and like yeah, exactly. It's, it's, there's so many maybes. You just don't know. Yeah. you just don't know exactly. But and that's but <laughs> yeah. uh, okay.
0: But that uh, like co- kind of bringing it back. That's that's my whole point with the LeBron versus Michael debate is that I just think two things is Michael he just never seemed human. That just kind of kind of pushes him over the edge, and two he push the people around him so hard too that he also pushed them to greatness where lebron i don't feel like does that as much mm-hmm.
1: and, and I as think much I'm, he I'm, still does for it. the most part i i feel like for the most part I, I agree with you i again lebron or jordan i think is still a goat i just i also like to do try to defend lebron i think it i think it's fun to try to defend <laughs> him but it I ultimately yeah. And I think, yeah, I think there, there is a debate there. There is a debate. Right. But ultimately I do think, yeah, Jordan is Jordan is, and all your points I agree with like, yeah, he did not seem human. Yeah. At times. Exactly. Or most of the time, exactly. if not all the time. And where LeBron, yeah. Like the, like the 2011 finals and all that stuff. He, he doesn't seem hu- human sometimes.
0: Yeah. It, that, and that's, that's super true. And, now, going away from these specific players for a minute and talking about the 2011 Mavericks, I do have to bring this up because I, I sent this to you on Instagram this week, but it, it, it was this tweet that said, reminder that Dirk Nowitzki led a team to the playoffs nine consecutive times and won a title without having a single all-NBA player in the most competitive conference of all time. And I think that's something important that we have to remember is that Dirk Nowitzki Dirk, was Dirk. also very great and does not get talked about enough.
1: Dude, Dirk is the best international player of all time. And he I think he's probably top five power forward of all time. Like he he's amazing. He and that finals run they had was incredible. And to their credit, they actually like made like they for not forced, but like to their credit, their defense and everything, they LeBron wasn't ready for him, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like they, they gave it to him.
0: Yeah. And also on top of that, Dirk seems like the nicest human in the entire world. And is like a walking meme. So, like, what more do you want?
1: I kind of wonder if uh, a person like that, a person like Dirk, who's so nice, I I just kind of wish and hope that they were such a a dirty trash talker. <laughs> like, I, like it comes I out later. That he's just, like
0: the the worst trash talker.
1: Yeah, I kind of I kind of wish that that is the case. I don't think it is, but that'd be so funny if Dirk's just like trash talking everybody. <laughs>
0: Can you imagine? He's like. At, he's like at the on the line, like waiting for uh, you know, to get a rebound for a free throw or something like that. And he's like in the mm-hmm. ear of the guy next to him. He's like, "I'm gonna watch the life drain out of your eyes as I freaking wrap my <laughs> hands around your neck." It's like, "Whoa, what?" Like,
1: <laughs> whoa, "Whoa, Dirk, Dirk."
0: Chill, <laughs> and after man. the game, he's like, "Yeah, they're a good team, you know, a uh, pretty good one." He's like, "Oh, is it Stephen Adams night? Good night, mate." <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I think it's great. Man. No, like Dirk, or we should have a whole episode about Dirk. We Dirk should a great. Great up
0: Dirk tribute. Great Dirk
1: Dirk basketball player. Dirk
0: tribute episode. I'm here for it.
1: Yeah, Dirk tribute episode. Okay, so
0: really quick, we are. Uh, wait, maybe we t- we talked about that for a long time. Gosh dang, so, so, so there's so much to talk about in in that. But now let's talk about the other team in the finals really quick. I just I had to pose this question: Can Miami attract another star to their team? Like I think I think there's a good possibility where they see what they did against this powerhouse Lakers team. I mean, you add one more piece, you've got a ring possibly.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I think they can. I think I ne- I want to go over like their, <clears throat> excuse me, their their uh, salary cap, uh, who they have to sign and stuff, because I don't know too much about that. usually Right, uh, right now. I mean, right. um, I wonder if they can afford one. I just don't know off the top of my head. Um, I also wonder, I think they need they kind of need another player that's going to fit well within their system for it to work like jimmy did like jimmy's the perfect person for them right so they need another person who's perfect like i just don't think like honestly i don't think if kevin durant i mean he's not going to obviously but if they got kevin durant i just (laughs) maybe that i don't think it would have worked it won't work as well no i don't think so either um, as as him but you know i could be totally wrong like i i'm sure it would work they would make it work but i I, you kind of get what i'm saying i do yeah 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 they kind of need that that another star. Um, Like a lot of people say, they're going to go after Giannis. I kind of do think Giannis would work in that system. I mean, it's just like, it's like Giannis, is like Bam, but on steroids. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, uh,
1: you know, he's that big dude that handles the ball. He can assist. He can, you know, he's just in the paint all the time. The only thing that with Gian- bringing in Giannis, that kind of tightens in Giannis and Bam and all that stuff. That that'll. That'll shrink the court for them unless Giannis can improve on his three-point shooting some more. Um, but that's what I'm trying to rack my brain is who would actually be a good fit for them. Um, I'm not too sure off the top of my head besides Giannis. I think Giannis would be a good fit.
0: Yeah, Giannis, actually, that sounds like a scary lineup. That was that would be really cool that to see. Be, that would be insane. That would be really cool. Because that defense,
1: you're not You're, not you're not getting scoring. anything on yeah, that defense. you don't score. Yeah. Especially if they Ooh. if they could figure out how to play Bam and Giannis at the same time, I don't think I think they would stagger it a lot if they get you got Giannis, yeah. But it, like closing lineup, like that death lineup, if they if they had one with Giannis and Bam, like in the back in the front court, and then you have you know Jimmy Jimmy and and they have so many different options, Tyler Hero and all uh-huh. that stuff, and Goran Dragic in the front court, like yeah that's that's kind of scary
0: oh it's very i mean i was i was just thinking about i would love if Giannis really did go to the heat i would love to see a game with them versus the rockets where rockets is such a heavy offensive team Mm -hmm. like they're so focused on offense and then you would put them up against a a heat team like that that'd be such a good defense oh that'd be so fun to watch
1: yeah, yeah, that would be interesting, but again, there's not too many uh, big stars on the market right now. There it's probably true. won't be until next year, I think, or the year—not this offseason, like the next offseason. So, like right now, I just don't know. Unless they're trading, but obviously they don't want to give up a lot of their pieces right now. Right. I just don't know who who they can who who they can get.
0: Yeah, and maybe maybe they don't attract someone like this next season. But yeah, wait, maybe when someone um is like once someone is up uh you know up for contract renewal or is is deciding to, they're going to test free agency like they might be able to grab somebody
1: yeah exactly. especially with
0: all that young, young talent like you're mentioning like duncan robinson and tyler hero like and i mean jimmy's not old yet so i mean they he, they've still got a lot mm-hmm. of pieces to work with
1: and i want to see and bam bam they too. have to resign or something if they if somebody's coming up because then that that kind of throws a wrench in it a little bit right so Yeah, we'll have to see. But I'm excited. I'm excited for next year. I'm it's gonna be an awesome year, I think. You know, I I do ultimately think Giannis will stay in Miami. Um I think they or not Miami, sorry, excuse me. The Milwaukee. Close enough. Um I do think they need to make some changes. There's some trade rumors about Eric Bledsoe. I do like Eric Bledsoe, but man, he's just not showing up in the playoffs last few years. So it's been kind of I'm fine with them yeah i'm fine with them trying to move on from that they definitely need to mix it up just a little bit i think i agree and then um if he does stay in milwaukee which i think he will yeah i agree they, d-
0: they definitely need another piece in there to complement chris middleton and Giannis to really make it such, like a yeah. super solid team
1: yeah um but yeah i'm ex- man i'm excited and let's see what miami does i hope I hope this wasn't just a flash in the pan. I hope they'll, they're going to be great next year too. Like this, I'm excited for the future for them. I agree. Um, you know what I'm more excited though for is to see if the Clippers are on the downfall. <laughs>
0: are they going to blow up? Are they blowing up the Clippers? Are they
1: going to blow up? Is Was this just a shot in the pan? Did they blow it? Because uh, a report came out um, that some certain – let me see exactly who it was. It was uh, Patrick Beverly, Montrez, Harrell, and Lou Williams uh, were quote bristled when <laughs> which is Kawhi Leonard weird was word. allowed to control his uh, load management. Um, and apparently like, you know, they were mad. Kawhi could just sit out games and manage his body. And, and then they allowed him to live in San Diego, which meant he was uh, usually late for like team flights and stuff. It's like, yeah, like, they obviously attract. They got him. The Clippers signed him because they told him, "Yeah, dude, do whatever you want. Come to the Clippers, right?" Yeah, pretty much. But, but does is that at the expense of you know not being able to treat everybody equally, which then some people are sick of it. Then I don't know. That's interesting. Now, to be fair, uh, Lou Williams came out and denied the report. All that good stuff. Um, but yeah, what do you think, Connor?
0: Um, first of all, I think that bristled is one of the weirdest words to use here. Um, I think the only weirder word would have been like perturbed or something like that. And,
1: and there's no way that that was an actual quote. None of those three guys are using that word. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Why is it quote bristled? <laughs> yeah. There's no way
1: <laughs> they, they're like, it it must've been like whoever their source was. It must've been like, yeah. And these guys are really, uh, man, I can't think of the word. And then the reporter's like bristled
0: they're like sure yeah let's go with that one
1: sure let's go with that and then he quoted them like what
0: yeah it it, it does seem it does seem really weird like i just i can't imagine lou williams <laughs> he's talking to lou williams and being like i was very bristled about the whole situation if i if i do say so myself <laughs> like what what is that yeah but yeah um i do think it's dumb to do that on the clippers side i i think it's it's just a, I think it's a bad move for any team to allow a player to kind of dictate their own schedule, their own any of that stuff, because then it does put them above the rest of the players. It makes them seem like, you know, the rest of the players are a, a lower class than they, you know, and especially right. a guy like Kawhi, where he doesn't say anything. <laughs> it's like you know Kawhi might not even think he's above everyone but like because he doesn't say anything people are like wow this guy is arrogant as shit like he is the worst yeah he doesn't say a word because he thinks he's better than us like you know what I mean like stuff like that it's just I don't know I I I think that's a dumb move on the Clippers part and it probably added a lot to their their rough rough go Mm -hmm. in the in the playoffs and I mean on top of that you have all the other all the other nonsense of the bubble and and uh, paul george struggling and uh talking about how the bubble really got to him things like that and you know that that was kind of rough to to hear because it's hard to hear a guy that you know maybe have been going through like kind of a depressed state even um to then get so ridiculed by everyone because of his performance like well you know he probably did have a lot of personal stuff going on yeah but but maybe just got to him yeah but at the same time i mean you can only blame it on that so much and then you have this crazy lineup that then loses to the nuggets which is great Mm -hmm. like i the nuggets were amazing and i give all the credit in the world to the nuggets but like it it, all all roads led to a an la showdown in the conference finals and it didn't happen because the clippers couldn't Mm -hmm. make it happen like come on guys
1: yeah it's weird and does that you know does if these reports are true about, you know, the players rolling their eyes at Paul George and, you know, not liking how Kawhi is being uh, treated, uh, does that, I mean, if it's true, that doesn't bode well for the future of this team. Cause I think if, you know, a full off season, hopefully a little more, a little more return to normalcy next season. Um, I hope that helps the Clippers and cause I want to see them do well. I think that this crazy team, but man, chemistry is a bitch cause if, it, yep. if you don't have it, like it's over. You can have all the talent in the world. Let me tell you, okay. Two K has it right. All right. When I play, when I play a two K, and it's the I always turn team chemistry off because it always screws me over. Cause, cause I hate managing it. Like it's so annoying. I, I remember I think it was like two K eleven or something when I when I first started turning it off. It was because I had a team with like Dirk Nowitzki and Kobe Bryant and all these amazing players, but they hated each other, <laughs> and, and so they didn't play well. And yeah, it just it just sucks. Um, but I, I I hope these aren't true, to be honest, and I, I hope the Clippers can try to figure it out.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I would like to see the Clippers do something, especially with the lineup they have, because I like a lot of the guys on that team. But, man, it's just looking rough right now.
1: And all the trade rumors for like uh, Paul George and stuff again, like dude, calm dude it was down. one season. It was a weird season, exactly.
0: Like, like, like this was such a this was such an odd season, and that's that's another thing too is that I hope this wasn't like a special situation for Miami just because they were in the bubble. I really hope it, that's what I. Mean. I really hope it wasn't because of that. Like I know you keep well, saying flash and, in the pan, but like I wasn't even thinking about the bubble when you kept saying that. I was just thinking like, oh yeah, I hope this wasn't just kind of like a one year thing we forget that this was such a weird a weird season a weird year
1: yeah because uh, you know the shooting in the bubble was really well for a lot of players like yep. that's probably going to come down yep. like it does you know i don't know like kind of like jamal murray is he going to be the same player outside of the bubble we'll have to see um yeah
0: oh, i mean to be fair do we have another bubble we might we don't know yet like you know, because yeah, we don't. They might try to do limited fans like the NFL and other things are doing now. Um, now that I don't know, COVID's kind of like it's it's on the downward on on downward trend, but it's still not gone. So I mean, right. we could we could see a, uh, a a very different NBA again next year. Who knows?
1: Yeah, we'll have to see. Yeah, and in other Clippers news, uh, they actually signed Ty Lu to a five-year deal as a head coach. Um, I think it's an it's good move. Cause all reports coming out saying, you know, he is a good coach. I think it's interesting. I, and I hate to, you know, besmirch his name, but I think it's interesting that he hasn't had a head coaching job except for one with LeBron. And I'm a little, I'm a little like reserved same to, to be like, okay, what can you do without LeBron? You know, same. to get such a, such a, such a prestigious job, you know, everybody wants that job and you haven't really done and maybe he'll, he'll probably be good i re, i again a lot of people vouch for him so i think he'll be good but i don't know that's just interesting to me he got a five-year deal
0: yeah that's, that's a long time to be fair what i what i have seen with Lu from from the little i've kind of followed him in, in his coaching career is that it seems like players respect him a lot he gets a lot yeah. of player respect but again when he won a title was when he also had uh co-head coach LeBron on his team. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, One of the smartest players. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I do think it'll be interesting to see Tyloo on a, a non LeBron team with, with some equally, I shouldn't say equally a big stars, but some other, some very star talent on that team. It will be interesting to see what he can do. Mm-hmm. I think I, and I think with the, the idea of he's able to get players respect um, and to earn their respect, I, I definitely think that'll help with this Clipper situation because I think there was just so much going on behind the scenes with the Doc Rivers. Obviously, we we've talked about that and beat it into the ground, but um, I I think it's a it's going to be a very interesting watch for sure. Yeah,
1: yeah, but I think I think overall pretty good hire. I'm excited for yep. it. We'll see how they do. It's it's going to be tough to manage all those players. I mean, it was it's not easy to. You know, you got two six-man of the year guys that come off the bench. Are they are they still going to be happy coming off the bench? Uh, yeah, true. We'll see. True. Uh, what some other news though coming out of the Rockets? Not only did they uh, not hire uh, D'Antoni back, but uh, Daryl Morey, their GM, just uh, stepped down from from the GM position. And I actually wanted to bring some of his his uh, his accomplishments in the thirteen years he had with the The Rockets, all right? He had 77 trades over that time, which is the second most in the NBA during that time. That's a lot. Uh, He never had a losing season. He had a uh, 615 winning percentage, second best since 2007, 2008. 640 regular season wins, an average of 50 wins. Um, and he had the longest active playoff streak in the NBA at eight seasons. Like, he had a great run there. Yeah. Uh, It's kind of interesting that he sat down. Maybe he was forced to step down. I don't know. Um, But as a Wizards fan who – don't really have a gm right now kind of not really i kind of <laughs> i kind of want the wizards to kind of go after him yeah. like he's not afraid to make a big trade to try to improve the team like he's not afraid to do whatever it takes it seems like like trading chris paul and all this stuff like getting russell westbrook he's not afraid to to just go all in yeah. you know yeah you're, I, you're, looking I for that think,
0: snipe. you're looking for that snipe from out of dc yeah
1: yeah, that would be that would be cool, but they they won't. They just won't.
0: Because <laughs> you know, wizard's gonna whiz. So exactly,
1: but yeah, that's kind of interesting. Thirteen years with the Rockets over.
0: Yeah, that is pretty nuts. It's a really long time. When you think about it. like what what was happening thirteen years ago? That was uh two thousand and seven. Yeah. So I was like in seventh, or eighth grade, and just man, living life. I think I just got my braces off. It was, it was a good time.
1: <laughs> a girl said hi to you and you you didn't pee your pants that time. And it
0: no, was just, just it just came in my pants. Um, anyway, so we had Daryl, Daryl Morey. Um, no, that is, that is actually really impressive for 13 years with a team to put up those kind of numbers. And like you said, to do whatever it took to put together a winning team and to try to mm-hmm. try to get a championship. Um, I also wonder now with... Again, this whole D'Antoni situation, and now Maury stepping down. Because what if it, what if it was of his own accord? I wonder if there's just a like some bad blood happening between like the front office and coaching staff and the ownership or something. I wonder, I wonder if there's something happening with the ownership of the Rockets that Mm -hmm. just isn't sitting well with people. And that's why Daryl Morey's out. And you know what? He could have been asked to, he could have been asked to resign or forced to resign so that it, it, um, you know, just looked good on both parties. He didn't get fired, but he also didn't besmirch the name of the Rockets ownership. And so, you know, he quote unquote stepped down, but, um, I wonder, but if if it was just of his own accord, I wonder what's kind of going on behind the scenes there.
1: Hmm. Yeah. And uh, our Sesame Street word of the day is besmirch. I don't know if you guys knew that. Yep. It starts with a B. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's a great word. Um. Uh, but yeah, like I, it'll be interesting to see where he goes. I think wherever he'll go, like I think he'll be, you know, on top of people's list. Uh, to to bring him in. So yeah, let's see where he goes. I'm I'm interested
0: yeah i i i will be what was the, what's the oh, dang it what's the star wars meme that's going around right now it's like we will we're excited to follow your career closely or whatever it is
1: <laughs> yeah exactly
0: yeah i it, it'll be uh yeah it'll be good to see where what where he ends up and what he can do there because if he goes to a team that's struggling and then turns them around i mean daryl morey the goat of gm mm-hmm.
1: I think it might be good. I think the best situation, obviously, is already a winning team, and he comes in there and he just makes them better. True. I think what the more interesting one would be, though, is if it's like a fringe team that's like kind of on the come up, um, but not quite there. And then he comes in there and just shake things up and just get, gets them winning. Um, like, I don't know, maybe the Timberwolves, maybe the Suns, someone like that, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I like that. Or the Nuggets, maybe? I don't know what the situation is in the front office there, but... That would be kind of cool too. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, very cool. Uh, let's move right along to our debate topics.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Still need an intro for that. Gosh, dang. Uh, can we'll, someone just make
0: one we'll for us, please? Jeez, yeah. <laughs> Do we not have enough? We, we need better <laughs> fans. On, guys. I'm just kidding. Our fans oh. are the best.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa! Whitey tidies, man. They're I know. strong.
0: No, they're, they're whitey tidies are the most loyal. They will just they will live. They will leave skids for days. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. With
1: uh, that, but, yeah. but we have the best fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, so the so some rumors coming out of um a Hollywood, uh Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield are rumored to be in the next Spider-Man with Tom Holland, possibly to be a live action into the Spider-Verse. Um I think that's really interesting. spider man is one of my favorite characters um yeah what are your thoughts on into the spider-verse live action
0: so okay so t- to i think clarify this a little bit i don't for the reports i saw at least it wasn't to create a live action spider-verse it was just right, to that confirm just... the spider-verse and also right, 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 okay yeah okay i just wanted to i just wanted to yeah, make that clear that it's not becoming a live action into the spider-verse but that yeah right. it's
1: bad wording there bad wording. but yeah
0: you know but i think this is amazing i mean Everyone since Sam Raimi Spider Man, I feel like, has really taken to these movies and has such strong opinions on them. Um, I think because there was so many right in a row, you know that uh, there was there wasn't a lot of downtime between them. Where like you have, I don't know, we're, we're not going to see any any like solo uh, Iron Man movies anytime soon. You know, like those are those are going to live on for a long time. I think. Um, yeah, but where. Spider-Man because it's owned by Sony and not by Marvel, they were just kind of like, "Well, here's our cash cow. Keep on milking boys." <laughs> yep. So they, you know, grabbed onto Sam Raimi Spider-Man and then like 3 years later made the the Amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield, and then all of a sudden Disney and Sony were able to come to an agreement. So they were like, "All right, well, we don't want Andrew Garfield. We're going to change it up and we're going to grab Tom Holland for <laughs> the MCU." So I think because of that and because people have attached onto the Spider-Man movies and have such strong opinions between their dislikes and likes of, between them and which one's their favorites. I'm all for mm-hmm. this. I think it's going to be great. And I'm so happy that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are like all in on the idea, supposedly.
1: Yeah. It, it's pretty cool. Uh, I'm excited for it. You know, introduction to the Spider-Verse. I mean, there's so much you can do with the Spider-Verse. Obviously that oh, expands yeah. their possibilities for more movies. Um, now my question to you is, rank out of those three, you know, Spider-Man series, the Tobey Maguire, the Andrew Garfield, the the Tom Holland, which uh sort of cuz what is it? Two of them are trilogies and one of them is just two movies, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, so there's only two standalone movies with uh Tom Holland Spider-Man and there was actually only two with Andrew Garfield. There was not three. Oh. Okay, yep. I thought
1: it was 3. Um so out of who's your favorite Spider-Man I guess out of those 3.
0: So my favorite Spider-Man out of 3 is Tom Holland right now. Um mm-hmm. and then it's Tobey Maguire and then it's Andrew Garfield. Here's why. Mm-hmm. I from from like the little I know about the comics and from like the animated series I watched, I've always seen um I've always seen Spider-Man as this like he's kind of cool and funny and witty, but it's also because he's incredibly nerdy. And I feel like Tom Holland somehow, like, fits that role perfectly. Where Tobey Maguire was a little too far on, like, the nerdy spectrum. And Andrew Garfield was a little too far on, like, the cool spectrum. Where Tom Holland is just too that cool. nice middle. That nice Goldilocks middle. Where Interesting. Um, But then, uh, just then between, like, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, I don't know. I just kind of lean towards Tobey Maguire. I don't know why. Just, just kind of my gut on that one. Hmm. Um, all right. Well, I i i think toby McGuire, he's those are my favorite
1: uh spider-man movies and i think because of that i I associate him as the better spider-man um i think i've only seen the one of the spider-man the new tom holland ones i don't think i've seen the more recent one um yeah so maybe maybe i don't know maybe i need to see more tom holland
0: you do you need to watch civil war because he's in that and then you need to watch well i've seen
1: civil war yeah okay let me finish um, you
0: need to watch civil war because he's in that mm-hmm, then you need to watch mm-hmm. uh Endgame and infinity war not in that order clearly and you need to watch both of the standalone movies then you will see all of tom hall and spider-man those are all the mm-hmm. ones he's been in
1: all right well we'll see i've seen like all of them except for one so <sighs> <Okay>. um <laughs> but no i think toby mcguire i don't know man those those the first two spider-man movies he's in are some of my favorite movies some of my favorite uh comic book movies uh i think they're really good uh, I do like him as, I don't know, I, it's probably, honestly, it's probably just nostalgia. He just is my Spider-Man, you know? That's fair. Yeah, like I, the Spider-Man grew you grew with up that.
0: with, yeah. Right.
1: Um, but let me talk about Andrew Garfield for a second. Okay. I don't like those movies at all. I don't think they're good. <laughs> I just don't think they're good. And so he's, I don't know, he's just like, he's just, uh, man, what's too, I, I don't even know how to describe it. I just don't like him. He comes off as a little uh, a little too much for me i guess andrew garfield yeah. and i really hate those movies i don't think they're good yeah um, that, so yeah
0: the, i i agree that they're definitely on the uh the lowest totem pole or that they're, they're definitely at the bottom of the totem pole for me in terms of, of spider-man movies and yeah i mean i think this nostalgia definitely plays a factor in the sam raimi spider-mans because of uh yeah like okay for example um the first one yeah, yeah, the first one, I, I was trying to remember if, if I remember this right, but that was the first PG-13 movie I ever saw, fun fact. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, that kind of, like, holds a little place in my heart that I'm like, oh, this is, like, my first grown-up movie. Um, but but also, I don't know, I just, I, I do love the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans. I always have, I always will. But, yeah, I agree with you. Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, I don't know, he just seems a little too, like, like, a punk, you know? Like, he's just too cool for school, man, and, and yeah. whatever, and I don't know. Love Emma Stone. She's hot. She's great. Yeah. But um,
1: I can't remember. To be honest, it's been a while since I've seen those movies. Me too. I but was trying my, to think about it. My first impression I remember is that the acting was bad
0: too. And maybe, I th-
1: maybe that's wrong,
0: but... I don't know. I think the acting was kind of bad in the first one. I don't... I, I okay. th- This is what I remember. I remember not liking the first one, but I liked the second one. But I think part of the reason I liked the second one was because Jamie Foxx was in it, and Jamie Foxx is one of my favorite actors of all time. So I think yeah, that added great. to it, where he's just fantastic. Mm-hmm. So that I think that upped the acting a little bit, and it made it better. Yeah.
1: Well, here's a kind of sort of off topic. Uh, have you played the Spider-Man game? on ps4
0: i haven't played it all the way through i've played it a little bit uh, because i played it at like friends houses but i haven't like yeah. i don't own it so but I, it was it was great the little that i did play it was awesome
1: it, it's a really good game actually i was afraid that it was going to be too much too much like batman
0: oh okay. uh, the batman games yeah.
1: the arkham asylum games um but it's not i actually really like the game and i'm super excited super excited for the miles morales one. Oh, so are out.
0: you are you copping the ps5 is this confirmed so you can play it
1: it's confirmed, but I don't know when I'm going to get the PS5. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: I'm definitely going to get one. I just, eh, it might be next year or something. Yeah,
0: no, that makes sense. I know that's that's the hard thing for me is because, I mean, we've talked about this a little bit off, off recording, but like, I really want to build a PC. And so hmm. I'm like, I'd rather invest the money in a PC at this point rather than investing in the ps5 so it might be a really long time if i ever get a ps5 but if i do then i think i have to get the miles morales game because i do love spider-man and i kind of regret not getting the this one the new the most recent one and i feel like it's just too late at this point Mm -hmm. that i don't really want to spend the money on it so but i I, I think the miles morales game looks amazing
1: yeah my thing is i i want to i want to get a 4k tv too before i get a Ooh, ps5 yeah so. you can see
0: like all those beads of sweat on his forehead and oh yeah mm, baby
1: mm, mm. <laughs> connor you know what we forgot to do again
0: um to check the oven
1: uh close i mean my house is on fire but that's neither here nor <laughs> this there this is fine <laughs> yeah this is fine uh no dude we forgot to do the our monday night picks again oh my uh, gosh I think,
0: <laughs> dang it yeah
1: I think it's because I, I we're recording on a Saturday, so that just didn't pop in my mind. But real True. quick, uh, they added a second Monday night game. So not only do we have the Cardinals-Cowboys, now we have a Chiefs and Bills game as well. Uh, yeah. So Cardinals are favored at two and a half points versus the Cowboys. What do you got?
0: Really? Oh, well, I guess because Dak's out. So that Yeah, because Dak's out.
1: But Red Rocket, baby! Red Rocket! He's back!
0: uh oh i can't hear red rocket without thinking of the south park episode anyway i'll just if you know if you know you know thinking about a,
1: thinking about a mm-hmm. um yeah so cardinals at cardinals at two and a half what do you got
0: cardinals at two and a half i'm gonna pick the cowboys to cover i think really okay yep
1: cowboys think think uh the red rocket will get it done
0: i think so i mean he's got a lot of weapons on that team and i mean the cardinals have been pretty decent so far and i'm Mm -hmm. excited to I i think it'll be a good matchup actually but yeah yeah i think the cowboys can still do it okay we'll see well
1: i actually am gonna take the cardinals i think they'll actually win by probably i don't know five or six i think
0: okay okay
1: cardinals all right and then the added game is the chiefs and bills chiefs are favored only at three and a half which is uh, pretty low. That's pretty interesting. Low. I mean, most of the games this year have been a lot more.
0: Yeah. You know. I'm going to – why don't you pick first on this one?
1: Okay. I'm going to go Bills. I think the Bills will upset them a little bit.
0: Okay. um, You know what? Just to make it interesting, I'm going to go Chiefs. I was thinking about picking the Bills, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my faith in my boys, and I'm going to go with the Chiefs.
1: Mm-hmm uh i don't think Levion is Levion is uh playing right i don't think he, i don't know if i that's don't i don't
0: yet. know um it's not confirmed but it's also not not confirmed so we'll see because he
1: was doing the protocols with the jets and he's only been out of the jets for like a day so okay. i don't know
0: okay yeah so probably not
1: i don't know but if he's playing then um i'm gonna regret my pick um <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I, don't, but yeah. I don't
0: think he's going to come in and perfectly fit in the system right away, but uh, it does it does add to the, the uh, threat. For you don't sure. have
1: enough faith in A- Andy Reid, then, do you?
0: Oh, I would <laughs> never, I would never blasphemy against Andy Reid. Blasphem? I don't know.
1: Blaspheme? I think blaspheme, is the blasphemer. Yes, blaspheme. you're, you're
0: correct. Um, yes, yeah. But we also need to talk about just for two seconds about how we were very, 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 very wrong about the Titans Bills matchup all of us including Brent. Yeah, they uh the Titans just ran away with that one, man. Yeah, uh, pretty pretty surprisingly. Also surprisingly, I, I cuz I didn't really watch that game I, like I was in and out of that game and then I so I didn't really notice like what everyone was doing, but I decided to to go look at fantasy and I was like, "Oh, I bet whoever has Derrick Henry on their team just like stomped." And then I went and looked and he only put up like 18 points. I was like, on a forty-two point game, like win, they he only put up eighteen fantasy points. That was surprising to me. But Tannehill Plus, probably Brian Tannehill, Tannehill, Tannehill ball. he went he off, like, yeah. He because he, he had all six touchdowns, right? Uh, he had five touchdowns. He had five game. touchdowns. Sorry, but like,
1: and I think Derrick Henry had one.
0: Yeah. So, but like, yeah, freaking Tannehill he had, didn't he have like mind. four
1: passing and one rushing? I think. I yeah. think
0: so. I think you're correct. Yeah. Yep. So
1: all right, well, I crazy. am back in it now because of those picks last week. So let's get it, yeah. Boys. True
0: true Let's get it yeah. um
1: all right well yeah i'm excited for football um but yeah until next week guys uh have a good week connor what did we learn today
0: if there's anything we've learned today it's to enjoy greatness in the moment and that this starts with a b thanks for listening guys
1: <laughs> uh real quick Go follow me at the Thrill Can Kill 5. Uh, Connor, where they're following you at? You can
0: follow me at Cued, And you know what? Just go follow us at Two Tight Ends on Instagram. Number two, Tight Ends. And we'll be posting everything there. Um, we'll post the clips from the show, things like that. So, um, yeah, go follow us there. We're excited to, to get some more stuff going on there.
1: Yeah, let's do it, man. All right, guys. Well, until
0: next week, have a good one. See ya.